0: Hey everyone! Welcome to another episode of Chuchigatry Unlimited Train Works by Video Game Choo, Choo, It's our anime podcast. We are all here. Uh, I am your host Rose, and with me today, as always, is John.
1: Hello, everybody! Are you ready to have a tiny little life in the woods?
0: That's a great question. Elvie is also here. Elvie, are I'm, you ready I'm ready, ready
2: for a tiny little life in the woods. Though I don't yeah, think I would I, want to be tiny. I wouldn't feel safe if I was tiny. Really?
0: They, they, they feel pretty safe. I don't but know. Then,
2: I don't know. I had that moment with that owl. That was very scary, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. And he, didn't he wasn't even trying. Yeah. I know. That is you want a
1: large weird. life in the woods?
2: A, a medium-sized <laughs> life in the woods.
0: An average okay. life in the yeah.
2: woods? Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe yeah, I think I think like a small animal. Like those animals were bigger.
0: <laughs> yeah, you want to be like yeah. a, like the little weasels or something.
2: Yeah, yeah, who are like yeah. hustlers and they keep selling them stuff that's suspicious. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird that all the yeah, hmm. hmm oh, you know.
2: well, we'll get to <laughs> that. Like you know. Merchants.
0: They are all merchants. Um everyone. So yeah, yeah, we're talking about uh, Hakume and Mikochi this episode, which is a what, 20 Oh, I should have looked this up. Uh, 2018. 2018 anime. Uh, It's based off of a manga series. Mm -hmm. That's pretty older. That's older than that. Um, It's just about these two little critters. Uh, They're not critters. They're just like people. They're like brownies. Brownies is that what they would be called? They look like brownies. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) They're like little Um, sprite people. Yeah. Like like Um, like borrowers people. Yeah i I forgot what they called them in the borrowers so they don't think they
0: call them in oh in the borrower i don't know
2: yeah 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 did they call them anything in like our like i i don't know anyway they're they're just called like little folk
0: (laughs) or something i don't know yeah yeah yeah, they're just (laughs) sprites um they just hang out uh yeah they go in the woods and they just fucking hang out i don't know what else we can really say about that so much they drink a lot. I was surprised by that. It seems <laughs> I was so like
2: surprised by that.
0: <laughs> every character in the show might be an alcoholic. An alcoholic. <laughs> is It's a little worrying, yeah.
2: It, and they're tiny, too. Isn't that bad if you have, like, a small body? That's you very think bad. So.
0: Well, it's proportional, right? <laughs> they have the... They, they they show them brewing it multiple times throughout the series, uh-huh. like fermenting stuff and doing stuff like that. So I think, you know, it's it's It's, it's proportional to their level. To size. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. mm <laughs> But you know what? That's something just to get out ahead of everything. There's something that was like confusing to me was that the food had such varying sizes that I didn't know what was going on. So like, watermelons were massive, which I really liked. Right. Oh, Um, the coffee beans like like,
2: was clever too. The coffee beans too, and like rice grains. Yeah. And
0: stuff like that. But then sometimes they just had little carrots. (laughs) And like little potatoes and stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Like they were just like. I want to know what the truth is how do you grow on that small like wh- who is growing the large water there's a lot that I they're was wondering they're
2: stealing from like a giant humans farm I think you know I, would
0: I was so scared the entire time that there was just going to be like humans at some point
2: oh yeah something. like uh, like it's th- like an evil <laughs> farmers that's just an asshole like what's, all what's
0: farmers are evil yeah that's what's, what I think <laughs> from what's his name
2: and um i i love the peter rabbit books of it like fucking farmer uh gregor mcgregor what was his name fucking yeah evil it was man. mcgregor i believe yeah just wants to skin this this rabbit for no reason like what is he gonna do with it like why is he th- why is he twisted but no there was really no real threat besides the alloy I mentioned and even then it turned out to be like a false flag in a way yeah yeah, it's a, pr- a pretty tranquil wife but again i would stick i would stick everything. Well, I, I do not want to be that small because of just that impending threat everything yeah
0: i mean they almost drowned at the bottom of a lake at one point <laughs> that is true
2: so many things um, are out to get them just because they're small yeah it's, a it's
0: true but most of the things they run into are small or at least sentient
2: mm-hmm. i would
0: mm-hmm. say is the big thing um
1: yeah it's a little back and forth about what is supposed to be sentient and what isn't yeah a lot of the bugs and like critters are but then like there's the owl that can't talk there's the like big ass bird that can't talk and then it's like there were some bugs
0: that were like slow too like that they were just like said like one or two words or something like that and like it seemed like they weren't all together there i don't know what the truth was it's a conflicting (laughs) world um but it is a world that they teach you a lot about I really like I think um, my favorite thing about the series was uh, in the credits whenever they would have the little factoids about something yeah in the yeah. top left corner where they just explain a like a little, little thing tail. I love that yeah yeah mm-hmm um, but yeah, uh, well, you know, Elvi, How about you start this time? I usually go with John. What do you think overall of? Oh,
2: uh, uh, I. It, coach? it was a really precious series. I was like losing it. <laughs> I was like, oh my yeah. gosh! Every time, everything just every time something new happened, I was like, <gasps> I was just literally like, oddly gasping. It's like, wow! I know, like, there, it's 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 extremely creative. Like the thing I mentioned about the coffee beans, and you know, like there's this weird inconsistency about like what's the proper scale of things, but some of the things they just do is really clever because uh, you know just to mention specifically what i'm talking about like you know they have a moment where they're really going in about coffee like you know like every you know this is a covert food cooking show you know too i didn't expect that you know yeah. i literally thought it was just gonna be like a, oh yeah it's like it's you know the alcohol but specifically alcohol would, most part uh
0: <laughs> i would say it's like handicrafts in general like there's a lot of yeah. like sewing and like yeah you're you know, right wine yeah. brewing yeah. haircuts stuff like haircuts
2: that. yeah and um <laughs> But, you know, there's a thing, too, you know, where they showed a whole, like, grinding process, and they're talking about, you know, like, oh, yeah, like, the the best way to brewing coffee, and, like, you know, just, like, it's it's such a, like, oh, I don't drink coffee, but when coffee lovers talk like that, they literally do talk like that, like, it's insane, I don't know what's wrong with them, they just talk like that, I don't understand you all, I don't drink coffee, but to be fair, I'm a tea person, and I I can probably sound that way if I'm talking about tea, right, Um, but, but, you know, because they're tiny people, they don't, the a Single coffee bean in proportion to like our reality, that's just enough for them to do like maybe one or two like brews. That's like a good serving to serve to multiple people. And th- to me, stuff like that was really good. I really love the sentient animals. Like, it's very cute again how most of them are to scale, yet they're just like peacefully like mingling with all these little folk. Yeah, and um, yeah, and as we mentioned, it's weird how like a lot of them are just like sc- scummy uh scummy merchants for some reason, but anyway, for them, um, <laughs> but. I love how they kind of just kept to them being, like, all these very colorful personalities that I think fit with sort of the species they were... the sort of species they were representing and all. Um, I think the one that stood out to me was especially the the, the beetle girl. She's a beetle, right, if if I'm not correct. And, you know, and she was very obsessed about the idea of, like, living a city life, and she didn't quite get that moving in this, like, area that our two main characters live in. And she just... (laughs) And it was just a very touching, like... Uh, whole uh episode where it almost kind of got dark it got I got very scared for her I was like what happened or was she getting depressed? like when they, they they basically checked in on her at some point and she got stuck like t- like like turned over like a beetle would and like she can't like flip back over it was very worrying and she
1: almost died she I was almost like died. joking around I was like oh man are they gonna walk in this beetle's gonna be dead and then it was straight up almost dead I was like <laughs> it was fuck. also
2: like a strange um I th- it was a very obviously intentional composition, too, because when she was flipped over, there was, like, a, a, a what looks like a wine glass next to her. I was like, oh, my gosh. Was yeah. she depressed? I was like, oh, no. And they resolved it by being like, oh, yeah, we're going to, like, make your furniture shorter so this doesn't happen to you again. It was just very cute. I She, she was a wonderful character. Um, but, yeah, like, it, it, it's just teeming with personality. And, like, there's so many visual elements to it that... Um, that you know clearly clearly there's a lot of thought put to in, put into it to, into the idea of like okay how do we represent like literally the small ecosystem of little people and the animals that live with them that makes sense in a way that's very tactile and you know is not is not purely fantasy it's, you know it's, it's it is kind of fantastical in a way, but it's not so purely fantasy. We're like, oh yeah, we need to have magic here and stuff. Like, no, like yeah. for the most part, a lot of things is literally just like translating what we have in our own real world into the idea of like, okay, how would someone of this scale or like how would a sentient animal like uh, use this? So, you know, it's kind of like looking back at more traditional aspects of like, like I guess the history of crafting and how to be, you know, like early, like you know, early artisanal like. Uh, make you know like process of making stuff like you know, how did how did civilization start we had to like start from somewhere from the ground up and using using very basic um tools and resources just to make things function you know um but yeah it's i just it's just a really precious series i guess that's my best way to describe it it was very cute it's definitely like yeah, you know, it's just something. It's something you just feel very immersed by. And again, it's just a really gorgeous, cute series too. Like I, I think I think it's been very consistent too in terms of keeping up with the detail as um, illustrative. From my understanding, like even the manga art is, and that's really impressive. I think. I also just love the ending song too, where uh, it's yeah. literally just the two characters singing about like literally what they do in each episode. It's like, oh, where are we gonna eat? <laughs> what should we eat with this thing? What is the sauce we're gonna put on this like omelet? You know, it's just like very banal. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 so in character. But yeah, I just love it. It's a very wholesome sweet series, and and again, it's like a very slow pacing. It's not something to expect that. Oh yeah, there's like a plot. There isn't really like we we kind of have like multiple subplots. Well, not subplots, but multiple like different scenarios of things that don't really have quite an order. Though like there is a chronology because one of the characters like cuts her hair and that kind of is just like a thing. But um, for the most part, it's it's just like these neat little tiny short stories put together of like what a glimpse of this tiny world is like so it's, it's a very very cute series
0: <laughs> yeah one part that i really liked was when they were skinning blueberries like potatoes or whatever <laughs> and to use for dye and stuff like that yeah that was cute uh john what did you think of the little life in the
1: forest so i feel like my my opinion might be a little controversial <gasps> here oh i did not dislike it but i felt like the whole time i was just okay i gotta think about it i don't think my my opinion is controversial per se i'm just like i have nothing to say about it i it, it just it was nice it was cute everything you're saying is right but also i was just like man i have nothing to say about this on the podcast I just don't like. It was good, but like, what? What can I say? It was just a tiny little life in the woods. They they just hung out. Yeah. They ate, they ate food. They there was like a little bit of world building, but nothing really happened. It just exists, you know.
2: And they that's not fishing. really. They went
1: fishing. Did you see that? They went <laughs> fishing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They, they rode well, a train. train.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Tiny train. There was one.
1: <laughs> there was one episode where they like someone got kidnapped. And even oh,
2: that, like yeah, the weird mobster episode was kind of fucked up. I was like, what in the world? And even is this? <laughs> and even then,
1: I was just kind of I was just kind of like, all right, because I just couldn't really bring myself to c-
2: care. I don't know what? if that's the Wait. right word.
1: It's like, they at one episode their house blew up. That, that happened up. too. But that then they also really fix. But then they like fix that immediately, which was something. With, but with then the school, also the s-
2: with the cool skeleton necromancer person. <laughs> Yeah, like, I think that's kind of my
1: thing And maybe that's why I'm like Okay, other than the mob episode Which, I mean, they did eventually figure out, but whatever Like, I kind of feel like every single problem in the show Was solved, like, immediately Like, as soon as something bad happened It was just like, alright, whatever Everything's fine, everything's fixed And it's like I know that that's not the kind of show it is But again, it's just like I don't know what to talk about because it was just like, yeah, their house blew up. But then the lady with the cool skeleton uh, like puppets fixed it immediately. And then also kind of made them like landlords immediately without their permission. Like, obviously, they're not like charging people any money. But like, all of a sudden, they just had a big group of like bugs and shit to take care of. I would have been pissed. I would have been like, look, like, you know, talk to me about this it's it's i don't know i did not really feel anything too deeply about this show it kind of just washed over me and it wasn't bad it was definitely not bad and i know i know why you all like it but i don't know it was just it, it just exists to me
0: it dared to dream of an idyllic society where nothing, like, truly bad can happen and people help out each other, and for that I respect
1: it. Uh, yeah, I respect that.
0: Um, and I, can, I get what you mean. It's, that, it's like, we always say that slice-of-life meme where it's like, bro, what happens in the next episode? Nothing. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's this the, show,
1: for sure.
2: That's still the show. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that,
1: that is that is, this show more than almost any other show. <laughs> But um, I I still
0: think, like, I agree with all of what LV said, that I feel like uh, I usually don't like a lot of uh, of slice-of-life stuff. um, But when it has, like, such, like, artistic, like, effort put into it, like this one, uh, Mm -hmm. I really, really appreciate that.
1: Yeah.
0: It was also a very colorful show.
1: Yeah, it's Um, a very pretty show.
0: But not in, like, the way that, like, it's, like, um... Like, it's like, uh, it's very earthy colors. It's nice. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. usually when I say something that's colorful, I'm thinking, like, vibrant, like, uh, Persona 5 or something like that. Like, uh, you know, flashy, but no, it's just, like, nice. Mm -hmm. It was, like, Ghibli-esque, but in a way that was, like, I feel like the, a lot of Ghibli movies don't approach, like, complex emotional, I don't know how to word this. How do I word this? Um Characters in Ghibli movies are often very like they they can be mean, but they're usually like either like sorrowful or just like ridiculously mean or something like that. Whereas this is just like people are passively assholes sometimes, but then it's just like, "Oh, come on." I don't know how to describe it. It's like it's like a more realistic tone, I feel like, instead of like a stuff like that. Like I don't know.
2: I, I think like, I know what you mean. Like it's in 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 Ghibli movies. It's kind of like even though they are kind of, I think in a way a lot of them do subvert what we're typically used in stories. We they still have very clear cut um what we know as antagonists or at least characters yeah who, who characters who. Characters who may not be antagonists per se, but it's clear that oh, this is a character maybe we we would not necessarily be fully on board with. Like they're a little grayer. Whereas this one is very much about everyone here can be an asshole, I guess. Yeah. But but in such a way where um, there's um, I I feel like those misunderstandings are common amongst like yeah, just a, a normal population of people. We're like yeah, stuff like yeah. that's bound to happen with with a whole like network of people and you know. <laughs> mm-hmm i think a lot about that uh, like that weasel character for instance like yeah i love that fucking weasel (laughs) he's great
0: i like when he gets like a yakuza coat yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. and it's like oh okay
2: there's like yeah there's like a little development there too with the weasel so you know it's like nothing really happens but there's like a little there's, there's some little things that do happen
0: yeah uh, th- I do mm-hmm. think it's fucked up how Makochi's sister is a goddamn like bastard. Though I was, yeah, thinking I was about, like, the whole episode. Like, I think I she's the villain, actually.
2: She yeah, I was the actual waiting.
0: Villain. I was waiting for her to have like some sort of redemption or like some sort of like you know like her hidden like oh this is why she's so twisted or whatever and stuff like she that. Just she just, just runs the- away. She runs away <laughs> from her. Like uh, it was like whoa okay, and she just like sits around smoking weed all day. Like it was like okay. <laughs> It was twisted. Because usually, like, with a character like that, like, it's very vibes of, um, to use another show, like, it's a very slice-of-life type character that they introduce, like, the uh, older sister in Flying Witch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that same character type. But she's, like, way more twisted than that one, because she just, like, doesn't d- say anything. I don't know. She just, like, <laughs> appears and then leaves, like, after being, like, an asshole. I don't know. They, <laughs> if they're, if they're okay.
2: <laughs> she does...
0: She didn't like have an arc or anything. She just, yeah, all right. It's weird. What a weirdo. Um, it was a lot of weirdos, but I just liked seeing all the animals uh, hanging out. I thought it was cute. That's my overall opinion of the series. It's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, I love. Yeah. Weird little like. Uh, I thought it was weird that there are varying sizes of rabbits. Also, to get back to my very Oh yeah, sizes. yeah. Like, I was like, I was very mini. confused when yeah
2: the. Yeah, the photographer rabbit. That was, but then I was like, wait, she, I wasn't sure what animal she was. I was like, maybe she's like a mouse. Is that why she's so tiny? I was trying so many yeah. things to justify like what creature she is. But then no, I think she's a rabbit. Rabbit. Yeah, but, but then, why like, is she their size? Yeah. And yeah,
0: then you look at the next episode, and there's like rabbits that are rabbit size that are yeah. like bigger and look more like <laughs> rabbits also, and don't have like a humanized face. And it's like, what's the truth? Yeah. Was that a rabbit? Was that a psyop? Like, was there some sort of, like, secret <laughs> right? thing going on?
2: I think, I think, I think similar to, um, how we have confusing, um, depictions of anthropomorphic animals, but they still have, like, pets in those universes, and in, in, in those, me- in that media. This might be a similar case where we have animal yeah. animals, but then there's a separate, for some reason, evolutionary line of animals that are humanoid, like the tiny sprite people we have here. Oh, man. So maybe that's, that's what's going on, but... I'm like It's the Goofy in Pluto it, scenario maybe. Oh yes
0: <laughs> um, I have one more opinion Basically mm-hmm. And I think that'll be everything I have to say Which is that I'm glad this show was bold enough To not do a racism allegory episode
2: <laughs> yeah. Damn I was,
0: I was clenching my teeth the entire time Waiting for them to do something Because I'm so used to that
2: Like uh-huh. visions of
0: Somali flashing in my head <laughs> <laughs> the race of the song. I know song. it's it's
2: very unsafe. It's like oh wow, wonderful fantasy world with different animals and creatures. Like oh boy, we're we're gonna have like some weird like prejudice. <laughs> some they, they all just like it's each gonna other. It's going prejudice yeah. subplot somewhere about like how different species. Yeah. I was just waiting. I
0: was just waiting for all the episodes where they have Conjure around and she's being a bastard or whatever, and I was just waiting for <laughs> to all of a sudden be like fucking hate beetles or something, and everyone was gonna go whoa like whoa. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. <laughs>
2: whoa. She was. She even that. She was kind of like. She kept getting like, bullied. I don't know. Like I, I felt bad for her at times because I was like, oh man. Like she, she yeah. like at first seemed like that snobby archetype, but no. She kept getting her just desserts too, but like a little too much. I was like, oh yeah. No. Like when she felt like when like the, um when they meet the, you know the, the the beautician and the egg, um, yeah. And she just falls in the water. It's yeah, sad.
0: Like haha. <laughs> I was just like whoa no. <laughs> i'd have to say though that um it's fucked up that uh hakume didn't get bullied more in my opinion hakume is like a twisted wow. individual and <laughs> she just gets away with it all i know hakume is really twisted she kind of is like, yeah, the, like um
2: she kind of is like that um wild child where she kind of somehow gets away with everything because she's very yeah very out there very 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 dis- very uh, you know she, she's like an outsider in a way they, they make that clear right and she's very distant from everyone else so it's, i don't know she's like weirdly immune to all the other going-ons
0: at multiple points hakame lies about her job and i don't know what her goal or aim was i don't know why she did it but multiple times she says that she's not a carpenter and that all she does is sharpen knives for kitchens and i you never see her do that throughout the series so i don't know why right. she said that she said that three times I was really confused. Why did she lie? <laughs> I don't know. I
2: don't know either actually. now that you. Mentioned. Do you
0: think she's a pathological liar? Maybe. <laughs> I, that's the only little bit I was going to say. I I just thought it was really weird because like it, they, they clearly show that she's a carpenter, that she goes yeah. around and like repairs things and then mm-hmm. she just says that. I don't know why she said that. Um yeah. Okay. That's that's about it. That's everything. I'm assuming you you, John. Do, you don't have anything else to say. I do not. Elvie, any last words?
2: Uh, no, not really.
0: Okay. Well, okay. it was a nice time, even if it wasn't the most eventful time.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So there th- there are some words that uh, the folks oh, yeah, at home for it. have. Yes. Um, so let's see here. If you want to send in an opinion, it doesn't necessarily have to be about the show. It could be about whatever show you want to talk about. Or just anime in general. You can Send it in. To videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com Slash ask. You'll sound like these folks right here. Uh, F-T-W-O-B-R-2000 Says, I don't have any questions, but I will say that Hakame Mikochi is a show that, if you were to ask me about it, something I would never ever be able to shut the absolute fuck up about it. The animation, the atmosphere, the music, it's all just lovely and I love it a whole lot. I personally think it's really underrated, but in a way that almost makes it a little more special to me. The opening theme is easily one of my top three favorites in anime. There you
0: oh. go. It's a That's a pretty relaxing you know. opening.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. I like the ending a lot. The ending is just yeah, super jovial really and like fun. It. It's You know, we were talking, I think it was it was last episode, we were talking about how like a lot of endings are really slow and then the openings are really deliberate, but Hakame Makochi's the exact opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So that that is interesting, yeah. Uh Gregory Zero says, Hakumai Makochi was an enjoyable watch, but ultimately didn't do anything in particular to win me over. Fun show with some good vibes, but that's really all I can say about it. I guess I guess we agree there, uh, Greg. Yeah, and uh, then we have then we have an on brand question uh okay. about Hakame Makochi. Um Shulis asks Who would have better trigger discipline when handling firearms, Hakame or Makochi?
0: <laughs> uh, Hakume. <laughs>
2: yeah, definitely. Uh,
1: Hakame has no fear
0: and knows when they want to kill someone at any given time, I think, whereas Makochi would like be like,
2: Ah no, I don't want to kill someone. Ah. Right. And Hakame has yeah. like we we've we've seen countless times where she has had you know, she handles things up front she again she's a carpenter right so like she knows mm-hmm. how to like handle tools and stuff and she probably would be very efficient in like learning how to use one
1: <laughs> yeah
2: I can see like I can see Kanju being fucked up though. I can see like if Kanju, oh yeah. like, learned <laughs> she would be like <laughs> she's just threatening goal- people yeah she'd mm-hmm. be really dangerous
1: absolutely uh, <laughs> alright well there you go there's that um we have more later but that's that's all I have for Hakumei and Makochi. All right. Cool.
0: Okay, then we'll go on with the uh, normal show as average. Please do. Um, all right. So um, first of all, I'm going to start off by start talking about old anime news, really. And Ooh. Old, but, uh, do you remember I said that the Hatena Illusion season finale was sh- delayed? Oh yeah. yeah. Right finally came out on June 4th, uh, and it really sucked, let me tell you.
2: <laughs> not um, worth the wait, is it? No. Oh, no. So
0: the second to last <laughs> episode revealed one of the characters was trans.
2: Uh-oh. Oh, oh no. It,
0: but it was being pretty okay about it in, okay. in okay. episode 11. Okay, that was the, the second to last okay. episode. They were being pretty okay about it in the beginning normal. world. I'm not going to exaggerate here when I say that straight up 60% of the season finale was them being complete freaks about it. And they started oh, drawing boy. the character in a completely different way and everything. Ugh. It was really, uh, bizarre. It was a bold choice. I have to say, cause most series keep that for the middle part. Just so like, you know, hook those people who are into that sort of thing, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, it was, it was, it was wild that they decided to end it with something about that um fucked it really sucked Uh, me and my roommate were like my god (laughs) like it just they didn't stop like they just did not stop like this was all like unfolding during like a serious like uh, someone pointing a gun and saying i'm going to kill someone or whatever and like the entire time they're just cracking jokes about like this other character or whatever like it was what the hell it was like mind-blowing. It was like did, did they not plan for an ending actually and they had to scrape one together or something? Like what happened? Yeah, they yeah, scraped so you- it together and
1: they were just like, "Hmm, well we hate trans people."
0: That's what it felt like. And then the second half of the episode was just this incredibly like convoluted like invented uh drama that was happening for no reason where they just showed the main character getting like zapped or whatever over and over again, which okay. they have done multiple times throughout the series, which is kind of concerning. Um yeah, but yeah, mm. I don't recommend it. <laughs> That's how I felt I like I was like I, it was very much a show that was like whatever about like while while watching it or whatever. But it was mm-hmm. like I was like this is an original work, so i was just like interested to see how it ended and then just it being like the worst possible thing was kind of incredible. Right. Um, maybe well. it
2: should have stayed like <laughs> Yeah, maybe it owned. just should have <laughs> just ended. like never in <laughs> Yeah, that sounds ridiculous. What the fuck? Uh, I was really confused. Yeah, it sounds really weird and haphazardly put together. I don't know if at all, again, this one was like, I don't know if at all, like, that's that, that, that had any basis coming out anywhere. It seems like someone definitely just pulled it out as saying, like, you know, let's just yeah. make something up here because we don't know how to end this. In in a, in the most absurd and awful way, too. Like, what? You could, you could do anything. Yeah. else Like, r- that's really odd.
0: It was really weird. Because I feel like most shows that even uh, have, like, it felt, how do I, so this is, again, like I said, original work, so brand new story, like, stuff like that, like, all made this year, basically. Uh-huh. And, like, mm-hmm. the way that they were doing, handling that stuff felt like an anime from, like, the mid, like, 2010s or whatever, like, the early 2010s or whatever. Right. Like, Persona yeah. 4 style stuff. That's what it felt yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was topical. just like, but I was just like, what? yeah, topical. That's true. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. They, they knew it was coming back. So they wanted to get people back into the atmosphere <laughs> yeah. to deal with Atlas. No, it was just really weird. I was really like, just like, uh, like, I, I guess it's just like, if you're making an original work, I don't know why you would like fall back onto something like that. For your finale, like your ending, you're ending your original story that you got made into an anime, and like you're just like, Yeah, let's do that. It was weird, whatever. Mm. Yeah, oh well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just wanted to cover that since that was like old time stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, to um, I don't know, let's go to more newer stuff when we talk about that. What do you think about Tower of God LV? Going on, I'm caught up on it, so I'm with you. It's there. not;
2: it's still going on, but I'm just—I, I, you know, like now, like up to date. It's—it's it's very, you know, like our your own issue with it. You probably like this. You're like you can tell this is a web comic. Yeah, <laughs> it has this huge problem where I think each episode literally is like a complete chapter in a way, and um, a problem with that is I think this is one of those things where the f- pacing is too fast. Where we have so many characters, too, where I think, like, especially if one doesn't, you know, like, this is really hard to digest a lot of information. So, you know, not spoiling anything, you know, like, a specific character, but a a particular character died in, like, a recent episode. And it's, like, this big deal. And you're, like, wait, I don't even, you know, like, you're, like, why is this character important? Why are people making this a big deal? (laughs) But it's, like, they they, they barely appeared in, like, prior, well, they have appeared in prior episodes, but they were not, like, made out to be the significant thing, or they were not, like... There wasn't a lot of emphasis about like why they might be significant later on and you know, they just died and now everyone's upset or like it's it's made out to be just a big deal. So, um it's kind of suffering this opposite problem where some anime adapting from like a long series. Yeah, and, and just to word you know, Tower of God actually is on hiatus right now. The the, the webcomic's on hiatus right because 'cause we're oh, really? just taking a break from it. Yeah. So actually so actually if this anime's like gonna keep going, it would it will inevitably catch up at some point. Um but it has the opposite problem I think where like some series like stretch out way too long, waiting for the manga material, this one's kinda like going too fast, I think. And it, I think it needs to st- stretch out the pacing a little bit more because it's introducing so many concepts. And if not, like every every episode, we have like three characters or two characters unveiling their tragic backstory. That's literally what <laughs> that's literally what's happening. <laughs> They're like, this is why I have to climb the tower, you know? And like, like that's literally what's happening. Um, and it's just it, it, I can see it's it's kind of overwhelming, you know? It's like I it, there's so much information that, like one has to like. And as is, there's even more characters they have to introduce later on. This series has, like, a lot of characters. So I, I, I think they need to do a much better job of just spacing things out in some way. Because it is, like, just... I I think one of the biggest things they need to, like... Um, that I think they failed to do is, like, proper exposition of, like, how the world is structured outside of the tower. Because, you know, we kind of jumped in with Bomb, you know, who's kind of, like, our main character. um, You know, and we're just kind of following along. Like, it's it's kind of very immediate res. We don't, we, you know, we kind of jump in. We're like, we don't know why he's 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 he needs to do this... Complete this basically a, a competition, um, and we re, you know it's kind of revealed later on slowly about like what kind of <laughs> what kind of person he is and like his reasons, but they don't really explain like yeah the, how the world functions outside of this like arena situation you know so. When we're, like, unpacking all these characters, you know, like, one character's like, I'm a princess, and our character's like, oh, yeah, I'm, also, I'm like, this commoner, you know, like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's just, it's, it just feels kind of random, and we're kind of, like, piling on layers and layers of, like, all this, like, world building at once, when I think that that should have been done in the beginning instead, or at least in, you know, more paced out bits and pieces, because we don't have that context to as to why, like, oh, yeah, like, we have, like, this interesting, like, eccentric away- array and diverse, like, types of characters here like we have different species that are re- like not even human that are like competing for you know on, on the tower god um so i think that's kind of like its main problem
0: yeah i agree with you um yeah i, I don't know what to say other than my original case <laughs> <So, laughs> I, I know you, you were saying before i think it was you that was telling me that like people like the arcs that are after this or whatever that aren't going to get animated right away
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. But Probably yeah, we literally part. had a whole thing where, like, we had you know in in the first episode we introduced like these two characters and they have yet to reappear. Yet they're like on yeah. the image.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which it's is really another weird. she's another
2: princess character and like the short one. Um, so it's like okay, um, yeah, it's 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 it, it does need to be spaced out. It's like, but it's this is interesting again. I can't really, I cite another example. of, I, I would say maybe a web comic that. At least that I can think of. I don't think so. Like, you know, I can't really cite another example of a webcomic turned into like a long-form series like this. Um, at least not in my head. There probably is, but I just I can't um, think of it right control now. Control-Alt-Delete. Never... Oh, really? Yeah? Okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you not know about <laughs> oh, the God. Control-Alt-Delete show? It's really bad.
2: <laughs> I, I, okay, now I'm slowly remembering that. Oh, jeez. That was an attempt. That was a time. <laughs>
0: it was an attempt. That's a good way to put it, yeah. <laughs>
2: That was before. I think that was even before like the, the upsetting like attempt at like uh, doing serious arcs or like some you know. Uh, anyway, I I I'm just I'm just reminded now that comic's still running too. I, yeah, it sure is. Somehow, like like who is reading that? Who is the reader? Well, the I guess, gamers. I guess that pers- you're right. The came I mean, I mean, I mean, good for that person if they feel like very confident still of like you know like oh yeah this is my project I'm gonna commit to it and keep it even though no one's for fucking that it ever. I, yeah, I don't know. I think I think they can spend their time doing something else. But if that's what I, makes them yeah, happy, yeah,
0: that's a way that I could word that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But no, um, Tower God's like a very interesting experiment, I guess, in doing something like this. So I, I, yeah, I, again, like it's something that's still, you know, it's something I, I don't have, I think, a strong opinion about, but neither a bad opinion about.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, cool. The music's like, good. I, 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 the, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucking, fucking music's good. actually. I think the composer for the not the theme songs, which is the um, K-pop group, uh, <laughs> but um, the the composer of the series. I think it's the, it's the one who did um wow why did the name escape me oh made abyss <laughs> it's the same guy i think
0: mm. yeah made abyss had really good music
2: I, yeah i think it's the same guy um so
0: i think it is yeah
2: yeah yeah so yeah all right
0: cool um john hello
1: what would you like to talk about first that's a great question um, I mean I, I think we could we could talk about something that we can both talk about uh, I'm going to touch on Kaguya alright yeah what about it it's been really good it's been very consistently yeah. funny still uh, I'm going to be sad when it ends again because we're already getting close to the finale of this season we got three more episodes
0: oh no I didn't think about that yeah. but it's true it is true.
1: But uh yeah, the last two episodes have been have been very been very fucked up. Um like the episode before was like Kaguya at her most depraved, I feel. Um shit just went off the rails. Uh she didn't understand what was going on and she went to the fucking like most high-end doctor possible just to be told that she's just pretty much just pretty much just to be like bro you're too horny you gotta chill um which was a very good episode though like it, it was just it was a fun fun episode um and uh this last episode was also pretty funny because it was just basically you know just feeling like everything is falling apart around her and um Boy, them just showing uh, her as, um. Fucking. Peppermint uh, Patty? Peppermint Patty. It was just, like, next level shit, because it was just like, yeah. Yeah, her little friend is just totally, like, in love with her. Yeah, same with fucking Peppermint Patty. And I don't remember the other girl's name from. Uh.
0: Yeah, I was going to say Lucy, but that is not her name.
2: <laughs> that is not Lucy. Yeah, okay, not that one. The glasses one?
1: Yes, yeah, the glasses one. Yeah, I don't
2: Oh,
0: it's um, Peanuts. fucking um, no, I don't know.
1: <laughs> but she's but she's very.
0: One. I'm gonna be real. I almost said Linus this time again. I'm really <laughs> knocking it out of the park here.
1: Yeah, wrong, wrong one that time. Wrong one. <laughs> A little bit wrong. A little, wrong. A little wrong. A little wrong. But that was very funny, and um, and then, poor in the cheerleading club, just completely out of his element, and then. Maybe fi- figuring something out about himself. It was Marcy.
0: You know? Yeah,
1: Marcy. Okay. that's her
0: name. Yeah, sorry,
1: sorry. <laughs> you know, you're topic. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But overall, it's been very funny, very laugh out loud, hilarious. Still, um, and uh, yeah, it's it's setting up some wild shit. Like I want I want to see how all this Eno stuff boils over. She is just this tortured girl who every time she opens the door to that room some shit is going down.
0: (laughs) Yeah, she's getting a new like, horrible experience every single time. She's supposed to be like an auditor, right? That's what she's supposed to do? She's just like in charge of the finances, I guess. Well, no, because Ishigami's in charge of the finances. She's just supposed to be part of an audit that they're doing, I think. I'm not Sure. But she, she just seems to cry all the time instead.
1: Yeah, her her job is to be very upset and think that everyone is depraved, which, I mean, well, she's no. right.
0: Only Kaguya is depraved now, in her mind.
1: That is true, yeah. She thinks Kaguya is just like this dominatrix that is just completely taking over the president's life. Which, you know, <laughs> Yeah. When you put it's it one of like those that. things where it's one of those things where she's right in a lot of aspects, but not just like fully, you know, like she's on the right track. She just has to she just has to see what's really going on.
0: I think um my opinion of this season overall is that I'm shocked at the character redeeming they're attempting to do for Ishigami, who they basically portrayed in the first season as like the worst guy that you know or whatever.
1: Yeah, like, he very, was just like a nerd scuzzy man. nerd. Yeah, Yeah
0: and then this time around he's just like a depressed guy i don't know he just wants friends (laughs) and he barely says anything fucked up anymore is the most fucked up part to me like he said a lot of fucked up shit in season one and then everything he says in season two is like pretty smart almost i would say
1: yeah maybe he grew up over the summer you know that's true it can possible. happen. No, it's like, yeah. He he was like, what, like a freshman in high school, and now he's like a uh, junior, uh, sophomore, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I liked his whole bit about joining the cheer squad where he said he thought he could join the cheer squad to become a normie, but then he realized <laughs> that his logic was flawed because only normies are in the cheer squad
1: or whatever. It was very was good. It was yeah. very good. Uh, uh, and Instagram, he's right, though. He's crazy, fucking right. Yeah. Um, him, ju- him, just like muttering like Kaguya, yeah, thank you, you are so yeah, yeah, hey, and she was just like, what does that mean? It's just like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's having it's such good. a hard time.
0: <laughs> also, they're really nailing in how tortured Hayasaka's life is. Uh, <laughs> and that's I really. With the entire hospital episode where Kage goes to the hospital and she's just like, "Please stop, please."
1: Yeah, she she has her face in her hands the entire episode.
0: Just like I used this hospital, I can never come back
1: now. <laughs> yeah, that was the best line. She's just like, "I can't come back to this hospital." People know I'm with you. Uh it's very good. Yeah, very good. I song. agree.
0: Um I'm trying to think how to I I give up. I know no no f- crazy fun transitions are coming to me this time, so I'm just going to say uh, so mm. I've also been watching the uh book isekai as I know. I know I will probably update this every time now because it's just going off the rails. Of course. Um But yeah, so um what happened in the last episode? Let me think. Before this one, the, where things got more off the rails. Um, it was still m- more pretty basic stuff. She basically introduced the Dewey Decimal System to the priest mm-hmm. um, and taught him about how books were categorized or whatever.
1: <laughs> As you are to do.
0: Yeah, and she invented, like, a new one, because, like, she was saying, like, you know, like, it's based off of, like, one, history, two, technology, three, what, you know, so, whatever, stuff like that, whatever. She's like, would you consider, like magic to be a technology or nature and the priest just like stares at her for like a full minute and is like what the hell and then goes well i think i I would say that that's nature right but also it's techno and then they just start arguing about that and i was like this is what i want an anime to be about (laughs) like oh yeah people arguing over where something should be in the Dewey decimal system (laughs) um but it was it was fun I, i thought like that that was a good episode that got really back to like the like more simple things after the orphanage arc and stuff like that um but then um sh- they just like all of a sudden received a ima- mat like a bird flew in through a window and mm-hmm. like spoke in a man's voice and said that they needed uh two people to come assist on a raid uh okay. and they went through this gate Um, and the priest was on the other side of the gate or whatever and he was in full knight armor Uh, Mm -hmm. and he said yeah I'm gonna fight in the raid Uh, and like they enter the noble district for the first time and the noble district hasn't been in the series it's mostly been the poor people downtown that they've spent most of the time in outside the church or whatever Mm -hmm. and the noble district just looks like suburban like a suburban fucking neighborhood basically like identical mansions or whatever like all lined up with yards and stuff and she was just like wow this is fucked up and then they just made like (laughs) kind of like a griffins and stuff appear and they just rode off on griffins to go fight a giant monster in the woods uh the monster was a giant version of those little fucked up tree things i mentioned before that they Mm -hmm. were Mm -hmm. yeah but it was like big like it was really big and she did like a magic prayer on all of them and the entire time she's just like what the fuck's going on this sucks this is like every fantasy trope ever I don't want any part of this um and like then the knights that are like they go okay we're gonna go fight the tree now you two knights stay here and protect her or whatever uh Mm -hmm. and then the two knights are like "Eh, we're going to kill you yeah and the episode ended (laughs) And I was like, what? She's seven. I want her to reiterate. She is seven years old. She is the head of an orphanage. She invented the three decimal system. She invented pizza. She invented pancakes.
1: She invented all this stupid bullshit. She is seven years old. I mean, I feel like if I was transported into some other, like, universe or whatever i would try really hard to like invent pizza and pancakes yeah. as soon as i could but the dewey <laughs> decimal system that's a little lower on my list well like it came up okay
0: so like it's not like huh. she she had a good reason to which was that um the head priest who are not the, yeah wait yeah no the high priest i'm sorry this is the thing i hate about this show is that there's the head priest and the high priest and they are completely mm. different the head priest is her friend the blue the okay. blue hair man and the high priest is the old man that she force choked at the end of season one.
1: <laughs> right.
2: It's <laughs> a great identity force choked this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. But
0: that's, a,
2: but that's a great. That's a kind of a great point to also like. I guess um, swerve into where like it's it's interesting. She retains all this knowledge. Yeah. From her past life, like you know, like so far, because you know, like n- you know, not to segue right away, but like in Villainous, this our our, our main is stupid. Like, oh, she's so really stupid. Yeah. Yeah, but well, this and I is don't think nerd. she. This is, yeah, that's
0: yeah. the thing. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. She's like a geek in a way, but not not academically smart. I would say. So it's interesting how, in comparison, though, like, despite being in, because also like there's a whole thing where she 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 gets physically sick, you know, and like at least yeah. for a bit. I don't know if that's still an issue, but. Uh, the, the I actually, mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but like, you know, it was. It's clear that she still inherited the physical setbacks of being in a child's body so it's interesting that didn't apply to the fact that her brain capacity is still like (laughs) (laughs) like a fully fully grown adult brain and like also like oh yeah like i guess she was prodigal where she's able to retain what the Dewey does well oh yeah she's a library she was a librarian i forgot about that um but that's just interesting like uh she's just able to retain all that knowledge despite all you know despite being warped into this world and no consequence of that being an issue you know um where she would lose that knowledge or like has issues remembering things Mm
0: -hmm. yeah no i think like it's very apparent that she was like a huge academic Mm -hmm. nerd or whatever which is why she's really bad at dealing with people i think for the most part and is only able to get like everyone's constantly like what the fuck's wrong with you like all the time with her like Mm -hmm. like uh like she's really bad at um I said this before in a previous episode, but, like, the the, the the head priest is constantly trying to get her to be more, like, noble-like so that no one gets in trouble, basically, so mm-hmm. that, like, <laughs> society isn't destroyed or whatever. Um, right. Right and he doesn't get in trouble and she just cannot do it she just refuses like she's constantly just doing stupid things like the entire time she's riding on the griffins or whatever with them over there she's like holy shit wow this is crazy wow like going like a seven-year-old crazy or whatever and he's like please stop you're embarrassing me in front of the knights <laughs> it's like but it's just like also it's a, it's very much a thing where like this show has approached the um you know, the the nature of, like, you know, seven-year-olds used to have to do so much shit in medieval times for no reason, and there was, like, a ridiculous amount of, like, responsibility put upon them when they are just children. <laughs> but also, there's this other aspect of the show where it's, like, most of the poor people know, like, yes, they are children, though, um their their children i think like that's still something i appreciate is the the divide in the thinking between rich people and poor people in this show for sure where it's like Uh like we said last time where it's like yeah history is very based off of what rich people did for the most part um Mm -hmm. and it's just like yeah like i don't know why like more people aren't like man but she's seven okay (laughs) like she is (laughs) seven years old At one point, like, so yeah, she has those illnesses, and at one point, like, the head priest was like, I have to punish you, I'm sorry, I'm putting you in, like, the detention cell for a day or whatever, and he came in the next day, and she's, like, dead on the floor, (laughs) (laughs) and, like, she had to recover for, like, a week, like, she was just unconscious for, like, a week, and it was just, like, he was like, I fucked up, and everyone's like, she's, like, a... She's like, a terminally ill seven-year-old, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> like, and he was like, I should have thought about this. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
1: but
0: that, that's, again, like, yeah, like, the, the fact, like, I think, like, early on in that show, they broached the, the thing of, like, yeah, seven-year-olds get, like, married off when they're seven to rich people. Like, it sucks. It's gross or whatever. But, like, the rich people are like, this is normal. And then, like, when they say it to the, her merchant dad, basically... Her merchant they like are trying to imply like the merchant dad is like married to her or whatever or in love with her and he's just like that is so gross what is wrong with you people this is like my daughter what the hell like she's seven years old and they're all like what why is that weird she's like ugh. but it's it's nice that they have that dichotomy that realistic dichotomy Mm -hmm. yeah that's it's just a good show about world building this thing is just like it's going ridiculous now but it's still like they're not going like too too ridiculous like this is probably the most ridiculous it's gone and they're still not like you know it's still not unhinged like it's all stuff like of course she wouldn't know about the knights they only like protect the rich people that she never sees like Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's cool Mm -hmm. i like it i like pretty much every character on that show uh except for the head high priest who got <laughs> <George> <laughs> choked.
2: The one she force choked. Okay.
0: Oh like,
1: who who deserved it it seems so.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he really deserved it. He was a real he said he was going to execute her family, so
2: Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. There's a stake. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, the, for the most part it shocked me on that show that he, he's just let her like live at the, the, like, he's, like, tried to, like, fuck her up, like, or whatever, by like, he sends, like, his little, um, he sent like, a, the reason she invented the decimal system, this is what I was initially getting started on, was that, uh, she sent someone to just, like, destroy the library, basically. (laughs) Um. Okay. Yeah, so she had to, like, put it all back together, and she did it with the decimal system or whatever. Yeah. It was, like, there was a good reason for it. But I liked that he was just like, "What the hell is the Dewey Decimal System?" And she's like, "Oh, Melvin Dewey invented it," and he's just like,
1: "Yeah, you know, <laughs>
0: who the fuck is Melvin Dewey?" And she's like, "Wow." <laughs> and I was thinking, like, he's a massive misogynist. For <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's about it. That's all I can say about that. But yeah, that's a good time to talk about villainous LV. That's a good time because yeah, she is dumb as hell, and they really were not afraid to say
2: it. Yeah. Um- <laughs> so what happens is that she you know like she was worried that oh shit I probably didn't do things right and she was paranoid again about like oh maybe I am unfortunately set to have you know the quote unquote bad ending and do my fate as this character anyway because she gets confronted by like uh, you know like these mean girls that these recurring mean girl characters um like snooty types um who are accusing her of like oh yeah you're like fucking shitty here uh, here's our here's our 95 theses <laughs> like why are she like literally they have papers like i don't know what what like what did they just write this i don't understand um and she was worried because she realizes that oh yeah this actually is an event that does happen in which the main character um maria uh would confront her like the, the actual main character would confront her and, like that would lead to like you know her being put away or whatever being exiled um but in turn, the reverse happens, and it's technically the characters who are supposed to be her friends in the game. And because she has developed, like, relationships and, like, with everyone in the cast so thus far, they intervene and are like, no, she can't be evil because she's fucking stupid. She is not intelligent enough to be ca- this calculating scheming. They literally say things like that to defend her, like, words. <laughs> they just
0: keep going. They just keep, they just keep going, going for, like, in
2: front of her.
0: That's fucked up. Five minutes about how stupid she is.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" Um, but yeah, that happened. So, so yeah, she's conflicted about that, but nonetheless, it's made clear that um, they care about her, but they think she's stupid. Uh, <laughs> so I guess that's what that is moving forward. Um, but then it gets like it get, then it gets dark. We get we get some drama. Um, so Maria, the real main character, at some point she unfortunately disappears.
1: Oh shit. And
2: and then we, you know, in the series about, you know, the villainous, we find the true villain who is, what's his name, Dickman? I, I forgot his name already. Anyway, the Tito, secret character...
0: Tito Dick <laughs> from Nutshack? No, Straight Dick is his name. Serious <laughs> yes. Dick, I'm sorry. Serious Dick, that's his name. Serious Dick, Dick. His name
2: is Serious oh. Dick. Um, and, you know, that's the whole thing where, like, I guess they were kind of foreshadowing us anyway, but, like, the idea, like, oh, yeah, there's always that hidden character you have to deal with, or possibly even woo in, like, games like this, um where like oh yeah he's like fucking twisted he's he's he has dark magic or something and there's that whole thing going on so that's kind of like where we, that's kind of where it ends you know it's just like oh yeah there's something going on like behind closed doors and like actually now magic is going to be I guess important you know it kind of is like a secondary element to the show in which like yeah they're going to school they're learning magic they're doing these tests but until now like it, there really wasn't anything that significant in terms of like oh yeah people are going to fight now which I guess is what might happen here so just, it's just we're, we're gonna have like a little serious episode maybe next time who knows um but but yeah that's that's kind of the update on vilness um
0: it's pretty good it's
2: pretty good yeah still pretty
0: good um i feel like i was gonna... I think that it's weird we talked about it a little before i think it's really weird that her um You'd think that, like, if they were going to go for the uh, thing where her friend from another life or whatever got reincarnated or whatever, yeah. right, that they, yeah. they ended up doing, you'd think they would have put her in the Maria character, right? You'd think they would have done yeah. that. Yeah! Because she seems like yeah. the more focal love interest, even though they're all love interests or whatever, but... Yeah. You'd think... It, it was really weird to me that they did that mm-hmm. with, like, yeah, it was weird.
2: And I, I was like, is it just because they have the same hairstyle like <laughs> Is <laughs> yeah, it just if you have
0: a heme cut, that's I, it. You're, you're only ever yeah, gonna be a Yeah, it's just cut. it's like
2: that's it. You're that character. Well, I, I think um I think the analogy was that um that character anyway like I, I think because that personality does not match up, I guess, to what Maria is supposed to be, like kinda of like a very generic, you know, to me like very perfect. She's just well rounded and nice to everyone. She's literally like a Disney princess kind of character. And I think that character she reincarnated to specifically is that kind of bookish character that matches up to her, and I guess that was the train of logic as to why they chose her. Um, But yeah, you are right. It is a little... Because, like, you know, she's not going to be spending as much time with her. Um, So... At at least... At least... You know, thus far. Um, So... No, but you are right in that. It is an interesting choice.
0: You know what? You should... uh, Do you want to... It's just continue with uh a similar well not really similar i don't know but uh the sanrio boys do you want to talk
2: about oh my god so Uh the anime is running dry you know until until the summer chart and again who knows who knows what i'm looking i i did check the chart i'm like i don't know if any like i I, i'm not sure if like any of these things will actually air in like july who knows it's it's like it's like a dense chart but it's not clear to me yet like if they actually are gonna keep going i guess we'll find out when we look over it together um but yeah, I'm just running out of sh- stuff to watch, so I'm just like, okay, I guess I'll look back on a lot of stuff I never finished or like was interested in and just never got around to it. And of course, and I just see like a lot of trashy like BL light stuff, as in like shows that have, I, I say BL light because there's shows where nothing like actually gay happens, but it's kind of like obvious baby stuff in which the entire cast is like these pretty like machojo boys and that's it. They just do things together. Nothing else happens. (laughs) They don't, nothing, because they're cowards, because, but nothing actually happens, right? Um, So be all light, in a way. It's just, it's just obviously like, a huge tease, you know, that never really has true fulfillment at the end, right? Um, So Sanrio Boys is really weird because it's, it's, uh, you know, as the name says, this was like a multimedia project that, you know, Sanrio, you know, the big, big company, Hello Kitty, all that, all that cute stuff. I love Sanrio stuff, admittedly. Um, where they just decide, you know, we're gonna have like these cast of boys representing some of our different characters, like My Melody, um, the cute little you know Botsmaru. It's stuff like that, and Hill Kitty, you know. Kitty's actually her name. Hello is not part of her name. Um, but anyway, Hello mm-hmm. Kitty uh, herself. And it ended up, like, developing a manga series. Like, you know, so, I think it started off as a social media presence thing, too, because they were taking note from, like, Anime Idol and how, like, they were pretending these characters were real. And, like, they were, like, posting on Instagram specifically, etc., And showing these characters live their daily lives, kind of like fake photos and stuff. Um, and... Um, yeah, and then they ended up making an anime series too, but they really haven't you know, Check, I I, I did check on like, you know, they haven't really done anything new with this since, like, it's, it's been a while like, they haven't developed new material for this, I don't know if that means that they're just not interested on in developing this more, like, did it not do the numbers they needed for, like, just, you know, more I don't know, I don't know. But to me, it was kind of weird to begin with, because obviously, again like, as I said, this is, like, a sort of thing where they're attracting, like, you know, like the, the, the Fujoshi gaze in a way But Sanrio has always appealed to, like, women, like, in its its entirety of history. Like, I don't know why they needed to make this. Like, I I feel like even of all ages, I think Sanrio is honestly, like, a generally universal, like, appealing thing. Like, oh, there's, like, different characters that one doesn't even expect. We're like, oh, yeah, I, I think this character is cute. It appeals to me in such a way. You know, and again, like, it... And again, stereotypically, it's like towards like you know like women audiences. But otherwise, it, it is weird that they were like, yeah, let's make this thing to attract the people who buy our stuff anyway. <laughs> like I don't know. But the point being, um, the anime series specifically um, revolves around one guy who is very insecure. Um, you know, like he's a high school student and um, he doesn't quite have a clear path in life. And um, there, he has a whole this whole sad backstory where um, he had a really loving relationship with his grandmother, but unfortunately, you know, it was, it was tied with, um, this pom-pom peering plushie. So pom-pom peering is, like, this yellow dog that looks like a pudding. He looks like a flan. It's very cute. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, and, um, you know, his grandmother got to him and, like, even fixed it, but, like, he just had a bad relationship. You know, like, one day he was bullied as a kid, you know, like, other boys were making fun of him. was like, oh, you're a boy. You shouldn't play with stuff like that. And it just really messed him up, you know? And you know, eventually his grandmother passes and he, like, he never really got closure on that and, like, he's now in high school and then, you know, something happens at some point where he remembers having the plushie stuff and, you know, he's learning to realize and embrace that thing because it kind of also symbolizes his love for his grandmother and it segues into him meeting other guys who are into Sanrio stuff and how a lot of them connect with his characters because they have a sense of mental value in it and, be, and they all have some sort of sad backs sort are of connected. Like, one guy, like, is, um, One guy, like, likes Kitty because, like, I don't know, he met some girl, like, as a kid, and she moved away, and she was associated with Kitty and it kind of just, the character inspires him to do well on, like, the, I think it's this yeah, soccer team, a soccer team, and, yeah, just stuff like that, just really kind of cheesy stuff like that, but in a way, it's, like, really cute because a lot of scenarios really do, like, I think do a good job about challenging masculinity, in a way, it's like, oh, yeah, there's no shame in, like, liking cute stuff you're allowed to like this cute stuff. And if it like helps you like cope or, you know, inspires you in some way, or is like a tool to like help motivate you, like that's fine. You're allowed to like what you like. And that's pretty much like the first half of the series. But then, you know, like, again, like upfront, this is like an advertisement and I think it becomes like a painfully, like absurd advertisement. The second half, you know, like the first half of the series, I think it's like 12 episodes. Yeah. It was 12 episodes. The first half, um, basically focused on each different character and yeah each of their stories about like why they're attached to a particular thing and they end up calling themselves literally the sanrio boys they're like oh yeah we're like a group of friends. you know like it's, it's really corny but whatever but the second half of the series becomes a blatant like advertisement because ca- i guess they kind of run out of stuff to do these characters i think i think literally the second half literally six or seven episodes they literally go to like you know sanrio land you yep. know, which is like the indoor. I fuck. I, okay, let me. I I always want to fucking go there. Like if I were go to Japan, yeah. that's definitely some place I would want on my list because it seems so absurd and cute. Like I'm just uh, like, yeah, let me I tell will you. eat this shit up.
0: I, on a seasonal <laughs> rotation, they change what cinnamon section looks like of that place. Oh, no. And sometimes they have cinnamon turn into a samurai named, I oh forget what it's called, but they have a whole, like, samurai name for cinnamon and everything. And they give the oh mascot suit a little samurai ponytail and everything. And they just go around oh, and it's, like, the best thing I've ever seen in my whole life.
2: Oh my god. But yeah, one day.
0: <laughs> yeah. But
2: to, um, for people who are not familiar, samurai line is, like, kind of like an indoor mall amusement parking where it's a very, it's a very tiny indoor park where, yeah, they like, again, it's just like, a, in a way, like there's just many stores to go into. There's like little, little attractions, little rides and stuff. Again, think of like, in, like indoor indoor parks, like at malls around. Um, but like a big thing they have is like, they literally do have like a show. They, ha- they circulate on a schedule where like all the mascot characters come out and do some story. It's like insane. And literally, yeah. there's just, like, one episode where they have a trip to it. And that's it. It literally was, like, an advertisement for Sanrio <laughs> <real women>. Land. <laughs> and after that, like, it's all a blur about all, you know, like, all the episodes after that was all a blur to me. I literally don't remember what happens. Nothing really happens in them. They're just kind of doing stuff. It leads up to the finale where, you know, they get to have to do a school festival thing. And they kind of make up some convoluted plot with the, our main character, you know, the, the Pom Pom Piering guy. Where all of a sudden now he's just depressed again, yeah. and <laughs> and it's like you know we, we kind of we, we're kind of like oh I thought he resolved his arc with his like no we're gonna to- they ended up making a new problem for him where all of a sudden he's suddenly insecure and feels insignificant amongst his group of friends, and there's this whole like weird thing where he says like oh I need a shine or something like something I I think basically. You know, they could have written this... Matter. They could have said, like, oh, maybe he wants to do acting or he wants to be in the spotlight. I don't know. He kept saying, like, I, I need a sparkle or something. Like, that's how the subtitle's subtitling. Like, he needs to sparkle. Um, so, like, yeah, that's how they concocted up the, this play. Like, oh, they're going to do a play for the school festival. So, you have a grand this play. And, like, there's this whole, like, outstretched thing where he's just depressed because he feels insignificant and he's, like, you know, not expressing it well. At some point, he, like, just slaps someone and pushes them. It gets really dramatic. It gets really dramatic. And I understand, like, I, I guess, like... It's, it's trying its best to co- conduct, like, oh, yeah, this happens. Especially as a teenager um, going through high school and stuff. Like, it's really tough. And, like, there's all these elements of pressures that, you know, you quite can't fandom, especially at this point in time. Like, I, I – I, like, but I, I think the way they depicted it was very cartoonish and kind of absurd a lot of times because it kind of came out of nowhere, too. And, I don't know, he kind of also kind of became this, like, weird self-centered character, too, where at the end, you know, they, they finished the play – but then it's like, oh, what else does he do after that? You know, like kinda like every character has like a specific goal they had fulfilled or like set in mind. Like, you know, we have this we you know, we have one guy who's an athlete, we have another one who has like a sister who like who he, he takes care of and stuff, and another guy who's kinda like a you know, a big like you know, academia, like, you know, I don't know, like, our main character kind of has, like, a nothing personality to begin with, where, like, a lot of his personality stemmed from the fact that he had, like, a tragic backstory with his grandmother, and in the end, like, they didn't know what to do left with him because they resolved that, so they kind of just made up, like, a nothing problem for him. Um, but yeah, yeah, like, I think the first half of the series was very strong, and, like, the second half, it just kind of became very silly, and beca- and because they ran out of, like I guess stuff to do it just became more about like we're going to you know like every every shot well not every shot but like almost every shot they're like holding something that's like a standard of your product. like they have something like like a clear file like a folder <laughs> or something like they have a keychain on their bag and like they, they make sure to show it you know they make sure to show it um, but but, yeah, it was it was, it was was okay, I guess, it, like, if I'm considering all the episodes combined. It just kind of, I, I, I don't think it needed to be as, it, uh, as long as it needed to be. And I guess I can see why, also, like, maybe they're not doing anything else with it, because what else is, can they do with it? But it, it's fucked up, because I, I think my favorite Sanrio character is, like, Batsumaru. He's just an angry penguin. And they, like, show, like, the bot, the guy representing Batsumaru at the end, and they, they do nothing with him. They just do nothing you know. with him. They like like at some point they bump into him and that's it. He never shows again. Like what is that? This
1: bastard. Never,
2: he doesn't even talk. He doesn't even talk.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: There's, it's it's messed up. Anyway, um, my favorite Sanrio character was done as a service, so I can't.
0: <laughs> oh, which <we laughs> recommend, recommend,
2: right? like, Sanrio boy um, But I don't know. Like I don't know. But again, I haven't. There's nothing. There, there is, again, this was conceived on, like, social media, and, like, they haven't, like, updated it in a long time, so I don't know if they're going to do anything else with this further on. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't it wasn't a su- successful, like, project in terms of getting numbers <laughs> or something, you know? I,
0: I think the most fucked up part of that show that I will always remember until the end of time is how they spend, like, six minutes straight talking about how Pom Pom butthole is his yes. character trait <laughs> that everyone yes. loves. And I was yes, like... Yes, they,
2: they, like... they. They like flash facts like about the characters whenever they bring it up. You're making sure, you know, like if you're new to this, like it was like, yeah, hey, you here, you gotta know this. But they talk about his butthole like for a really long time.
0: multiple times, and like he brings it up They're to a child times. and like shows like the child the butthole or whatever to like, <laughs> yes. cheer him up. And I was like, hey, what? Like I don't I've even
2: known. remember. I don't even remember that being a thing. I think that, I, I don't think- either. <laughs> The, the most logical thing was the friend saying like oh i thought that was a pudding that's a dog like yeah that's yeah. what the thing is i thought that's the joke of this character like what i didn't know what the butthole is. i'm looking it up right now i don't see anything about the butthole i um i have liked
0: <laughs> these characters for many many years and seeing like when i when i watched that show and they just dropped that on me i was like hey what like what the fuck are you talking sorry? about? sorry
2: <laughs> <laughs> but no um just to explain what rose was saying like um Uh, the main character, like, he, the first time he has to confront the fact that, like, he knows about this character much, and, like, embarrassingly in front of her sense, he, like, they randomly, you know, are hanging out outside, and they see, like, this random lost little girl, and so he's like, oh, I got this handle, you know, let's not cover, I'll just, like, calm her down until we, like, find her parents or whatever, and, like, he notices she has a cute, like, little bag of, like, pumpkin beer, and it's just his butt, and it's like, oh, okay, it's, like, cartoon expat thing but then it goes into like a whole thing about him saying like oh yeah like his butthole and stuff and like like cheering her up and like what why is this a significant thing <laughs> i don't know yeah well, it was weird twisted yeah i i learned too much that i don't think i learned i needed to learn but also maybe it's false like you know i, I will i will fact check <laughs> on the Sandra Hill fandom wiki somewhere
1: <laughs> i guess you all just don't understand the truth
2: yeah, maybe this the was truth, maybe yeah. they needed to really make this yeah. series to like open our eyes. You know, we've been
0: <laughs> yeah. This whole time we just thought it was just pudding, but turns out there was a darker truth. No, his so, butthole
2: is an important part. Yeah, that's the important part. Yes. And <laughs> the important
0: part. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I yeah, I'm glad someone else in the world has watched that now because for the longest time I felt like I was the only human being who had seen it.
2: Uh it's, Yeah, it's a strange series.
0: It's really weird. I don't know why <laughs> it exists.
2: I like I was like, oh, yeah, this is why I didn't finish it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I just watched it all in one go like mm-hmm. over a couple of days at one point and I was like, wow, that was something.
2: <laughs> it was.
0: Uh speaking of something, John, you're fucking are you re rewatching Sega Hard Girls? Is that what you're doing?
1: Absolutely. Um I've only watched a couple of episodes so far, but oh my god, it's just a delight to have that on physical media, to be able to look at it, have it on my shelf, be that kind of weirdo. It's good. But um, you know, it's it's still funny. I, I watched the you know, they they make a bunch of good, good ass jokes about the the Virtua Fighter, you know. You you know Virtua Fighter, right? Well, it's 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 a funny game, I and mean, you start to think about it. You know, you got all those weird characters, and they're always doing pu- weird punches and their animations, and it's you can't really explain it. It's just if you have to have a lot of affinity for Sega, and then you watch it, and then you're like, "Wow, that's that's a reference." You have to love that. You <laughs> have you, to love a reference. You have to love a <laughs> reference. If you don't, you're just fucked. That's my opinion. I mean it's just it's super irreverent, and I mean I will say though the the blu-ray release that I that it it's a hilarious release. It is very funny. Um just in the sense that like they tried their best to add like anything to it and they could barely do that because there's not there's like nothing to add. You know, it they uh-huh. they made like an art gallery and it plays the same two songs over and over which is very funny because there's only like two songs in the show. Um, and it's just like all the different characters T-posing and nothing else which is very funny um, and then there's a like f- they have like a it's not really like a fact sheet but a, a liner notes I think is what they call them which you know I mean I guess that makes more sense for an album here they just explain some of the weirder jokes you know it's like oh man no nobody in America will understand who the hell this like Japanese comedian is, so let's just explain who that is, you know, that kind of thing. Um which I'm glad that they have that, because, you know, it, it makes it puts things in better context. And honestly I wish that you know, that was something that was included in even like streaming releases. You know, it would be really neat if there was some kind of like liner notes section for shows that were on Crunchyroll. You know, it's just like, hey, here's this weird reference, here you go. I mean that would be a lot more work, but those motherfuckers could afford it. They're not gonna do it though. They're lazy.
0: Damn, get their ass. <laughs>
2: When they when they reference like an, an explicit like character um, or a person even maybe do they do they really go in or do they like skirt around it like like I mean, they the
1: fuck eventually. around with it I mean it depends well, like you when know, they say
2: like a, like Sonic I don't know would they just say it like would,
1: would Sonic oh absolutely I mean there's an oh, entire episode okay. where they just team up with Sonic like they go into the world <laughs> oh, of the game and they okay. they they experience it and it's okay. like the whole show is basically just like damn old Sega that was fucking crazy it's all old mm-hmm. stuff it's no, nothing recent you know. Actually, no, I think there was one recent, one recent game, but it was like some Sega mech arcade game that never came out over here. So yeah, who fucking knows? But yeah, there's like a, there's like a jet set radio episode. There's a I I the guy from golden ax shows up a bunch cause they just want to make fun of him for being old. Like the little like dwarf guy. they just, they just make fun of him for being old. Um, Do you they, know, make, like, they Chrome hounds reference? That's Sega, right? Wasn't Chrome Hounds
0: from Software? I don't know if that was. I thought Sega, Sega I thought was published. Sega. Oh, I don't okay. know. Well, never mind. <laughs> I thought there was no. Sega for some reason.
1: But yeah, it's it's very explicitly old school stuff. You know, like even Sonic, it's it's like old Sonic. It's not like Sonic Adventure Sonic.
0: Well, that's the point. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I like little Sonic. Whatever, it's fine. I. I can't remember if it was where. It, there was someone re- there was some recently that I saw was just they, they, they I kept seeing someone refer to Sonic as Japanese Sonic, like even it's classical sonic they kept calling it Japanese Sonic and it was gro- making what? me go crazy too,
2: but why why would I don't know that, that's a distinction that makes no sense it doesn't
0: make any sense no <laughs> I don't know why
2: there was no like exclusivity between the regions <laughs> um I mean what's that like uh I mean if
1: I remember correctly I think they developed Sonic Adventure in America cuz they like I think that oh, might yeah. have been when some maybe okay. All right. It's kind of it's it's still kind of dumb, don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, anyway, this, yeah. this is this is a this is an this, this is a real heads only show. You should only be watching this if you like, give a flying fuck about Outrun, you know? Like, if you're like. Mm-hmm. If you have a favorite route to take when you play Outrun, this is the show for you. If you don't, if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, then no, don't watch this.
0: <laughs> Depraved. I'm glad you're having fun. Hell yeah. Um. Alright. Uh, I'll talk about one more thing and then I'll let LV go wild. Um. <laughs> So, Arte, the show about art and misogyny, um, <laughs> stopped being about both. I'm going to be <gasps> real with you. They'd...
2: What? That's it's called starring? Arte. You need right. at least one of them. Yeah. Know?
0: So, so listen, well, her name is Arte, so it's fine.
2: Oh, okay. okay. That's fair.
0: <laughs> they, I, uh, um, yeah. Okay. They
2: named her Arte on a show about art. All right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so, which is weird. Cause again, her family did not want her to do any art. So I don't know why they named her that. <laughs> (laughs) seems like a big L that they should take maybe um but yeah so the the last arc ended with her getting a like she was getting hired to be a man's tutor uh, uh, like this guy's niece's tutor in Venice Mm -hmm. and this is a big thing that was happening because this is towards the end of the renaissance where all of the um like art and stuff had very very much moved out of Florence over to Venice at the stage like Florence isn't the capital of the renaissance anymore so Mm -hmm. her 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 like teacher or whatever like her master is like hey you should go like learn and like take advantage of this opportunity in venice or whatever so she goes to venice she does not fucking paint even once um <laughs> there are multiple times where she's supposed to paint and she doesn't on the few times that she's going to paint um she gets instead embroiled in this weird family nightmare situation with this little girl uh who just wants to cook and she tries to help this little girl uh overcome her difficulties with her family and i was just like why is this here what's going on <laughs> like it was really weird <laughs> like this like this arc completely overtakes like the entire series and like it has nothing to do with anything that was happening before they they don't even particularly like broach like the fact that she's like uh a noble woman or whatever stuff like that, like it's just like all the, it's weird. I don't know why they did it, like the arc finished and I just sat there, just sort of like like, where's the art? Why, why is this happening? I thought this was the art <laughs> show. Like what? <laughs> It was so weird. Like, I don't know if now it's going to get back to it or not, because I think they're saying, like, she's going to go home now or whatever, which I'm going to be like, wow, her teacher's going to be fucking pissed at her because she did not learn anything about art and wow. <laughs> didn't take advantage of any opportunities. <laughs> advantage. She could have just stayed home. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, but, yeah, I just... I, it's, it's a really weird show i don't i don't know i still think it's weird that they're doing a crossover with that and villainous i'm not really sure what the parallels are um
2: but not even setting or time or reality nothing they're, they're women i guess <laughs> i don't know <laughs> fighting misogyny i guess
0: <laughs> i wouldn't say katarina fights misogyny i'd say everyone just sort of like bends over to let her do anything all the time yeah <laughs> it almost feels like a matriarchal society if i'm being real with you from everything we've seen like her mom is like the be all end yeah her
2: mom is the only one who's most active
0: and like at the school like it's all the women fighting the guys are just hanging out yeah that reminds me of that bit where like they were like oh we're going to have a slumber party uh and, and villainous i mean and they like you guys should have a slumber party too and all the guys are like listen we don't like each other <laughs> <laughs> like it's response like we're just hanging yeah. out. <laughs> yeah which is also very funny because i think it's very funny that they move in a herd or whatever like all of her like
2: yeah her her, her harem like, or harums.
0: whatever yeah. they, just, they just move in one giant mass of nine people down <laughs> like the street just a
2: flock of sheep now <laughs> like but like, i i like how they're not like i like how they still like they still like this you know distinguish them too like I, like you know they're not like just like like comedic like reduced to background characters i think they still do a decent job of like once in a while like saying yes this person is still a character um but you know that's a funny point to make because i think the girls are like are good at like liking each other and loving each other but but they're still competitive over kataruna but not in such a way where the guys are like nah that's gay bro like you know like <laughs> yeah. in comparison right like <laughs> who are, like, who are more typical, like, they're actually actively competing at each other's throat for this woman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so.
0: But, I just like, like, every time something's happening, they're they're all so slow to get there when it's happening in the Katerina because <laughs> yeah. they're all there at once, they have to pick each other up like it's a JRPG party <laughs> right. assembling, or whatever. They it's can. Like, never, oh, shoot,
2: she's in trouble. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Better get like, all like, eight like, people <laughs> all
2: together. Look at the recent episode. doing like, why are they all together? Yeah, like... A, <laughs> Don't they have different class schedule? What? No. what? They're like, oh we're not friends, but why are you all hanging out? <laughs> uh. Oh <laughs> It's
0: it's good. I like it. It's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all I have to say about Arte. So uh yeah, uh, L V, uh what's going on with fucking um what was it? Uh, uh Sing Yesterday? Is that what with- oh, oh you gosh. also had something else it's you wanted to not- talk about, but
2: well, well, nothing is going on in Sing yesterday because <laughs> no one's just getting laid. No one's fucking getting laid. No oh, one's like, nothing is, it's, it's so sad. I mean, okay, so yeah, we're in the weird, like, oh, everyone's just blue balls in each other point of this series because everyone's like fucking confused. And you're like, oh, should I, should I, should I be with this person or not? You know, in the background, tragically, okay, you know, the teenage girl, the, the Kroger, the Kroger, okay, first of all, The crow hasn't, you know, resurfaced at all recently. I don't know where she keeps. They don't even show like where she keeps the crow. Again, I don't understand the point of why (laughs) she has a pet crow to be just like a quirky kind of like manic pixie dream girl kind of type. But the crow has yet to return. Like I think I feel like with ten episodes thus far. Wait, actually, was it ten? Yeah, ten episodes thus far. The crow has only present in two of these episodes. I don't know what the crow's purpose is, besides the fact that it's just court, a quirky trait she has. We don't even see where the crow is stored, or like where she keeps the crow in her <laughs> house. Um, but anyway, she's 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 just minding her own business, doing her thing, and it's like a very interesting juxtaposition. Where, in a way, we kind of want you know they kind of want us to feel bad for her because uh, on the sideline, it seems like our main character and you know the the teacher he has a crush on actually uh, has something going on and developing. And the last two episodes were actually Christmas Christmas and New Year's episodes, but they were... Vi-
0: <laughs> what is <laughs> what it do Yeah,
2: I don't, I, I don't know. We're like in summer. I don't know what's going on here. Um, But I what I kind of liked about them is that they were kind of nothing episodes and that I think they were very good, or at least unintentionally about kind of subverting these types of episodes. We see a lot of anime where they really do romanticize the culture phenomenon or they are very, you know, they're considered like, oh, you know, these are romantic holidays or like, oh, you got to spend it, you know, with a lot of friends. I, I think mm-hmm. the past two episodes, the tone of like how, you know, these characters are spending their holidays is very lonely. Um, and I think it does a good job of conveying that, especially, you, you know, even though the fact they might be hanging out with friends, it's still very lonely in that like a lot of these characters are very uncertain about their future and like how they would like to move forward. Um, you know there's at some point like our main character was left alone with a teacher and there's a whole dramatic thing where like it builds up this very good tension about like oh my gosh are they like gonna kiss are they gonna do something and like there's this whole thing where he just hugs her he just hugs her but other than that nothing happens and he says like actually like which is kind of a very respectful thing he does He's like no I'm gonna go home alone you know he does he chooses not to stay with her so there's this whole unresolved thing that keeps going um where at the end of the day at night none of them spend any night together um despite the fact that it's Christmas or New Year's um, mm-hmm. they kind of all returned to their own place being alone um you know and that's kind of where we last left off also the ending theme changed. about like, you know like before I get, the ending theme, ending theme changed to another song which is like oh okay we're just gonna like <laughs> change I think that song is every three episodes now but it's weird because like it you know it features the main characters but also features like one-shot characters that I don't think are coming back so I don't know what's going on there um but but anyway, going going back to what what I was saying, uh I think I think the series is just doing a good job, I think, of like conveying the themes it wants to convey. Um but I, again, just to sum it up, we're like in a weird blue balls period. No one no one is being <laughs> laid on the show at all. It <laughs> is very frustrating. <laughs> uh <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know at this point what's gonna happen. To be honest, but again, I think it's a. I think again, I think like visually it's a beautiful show. But again, I'm just, uh, just to alleviate, you know, just to reiterate my concerns you, It's like oh, I feel like it's gonna, I feel like it's gonna end like on a on a path that I don't like personally, or like I, something I I often see in shows like this where it's like oh okay sure, um, but yeah, yeah, no one's getting laid. Nothing's happening since yesterday. <laughs> it's a yeah, sad time. It's pretty sad. It's
0: sad. Really sad. <laughs> You'd think that now would be the time too. With the, you know, like Christmas right? and New Year's, what the hell? No. Wow.
2: And, yeah, you no know one. And it, it's yeah, it was funny on. too, where um the main character at some point he's um he's like visiting like one of his friends for insurance, a reassurance, and it's like a whole thing where um you kind of have this funny like horrible like thing like you know like. Because his friends are married together, and like he's—he's he's just like a—he just feels like a, a, a like an awkward third wheel, where you know, he, like you he see this contrast where he, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing in his life, but his friends are married and happy together and stuff, and they seem very comfortable in the circumstances. Yet they're also like trying to comfort him about it. But yeah, no one, no one, no one is getting laid in the show right now, <laughs> <laughs> except that married couple, maybe. Uh-
0: <laughs> As ours, thinking... I, I I keep thinking about watching this, but I think that's really funny that that dude, like that your main takeaway was just damn no one's fucking, um, which that's I guess true. is what happens that's like true. yeah we're
2: ten episodes in and nothing's happened yeah that's weird that's crazy
0: you'd think that it was some, crazy. at least something would have happened by now with these people yeah
2: <laughs> yeah uh, and I I think there's again like it's it's gonna do a weird thing where there's two more episodes and then like I think the remainder of the episodes. We'll be streaming on some exclusive thing. I understand, so I'm gonna see what I have to do with that. I, I don't know. I, I have to look that up. That's weird. Really weird. I don't know why they're doing that or what the benefit of that is. Um, I don't know if it's promoting something new or, but I'll see.
0: Yeah. um All right, then, John. Do you want to talk about what's coming back now?
1: Yeah. Since so the, I mean, I, I figured I'd just mention. Yeah. I just mentioned that like the the world the the anime world has begun to heal. Um... A lot of stuff's coming back. I saw, uh, we have dates for Pokemon returning. I'm, I'm excited to be able to talk about that bullshit again. Um, I know that, uh, I, I know that we have some, uh, what was it? Apari Ranman. I started watching that. I don't even think I really talked about that. Cause Yeah. I feel like that started and then I watched all of it and then it got canceled or, well, yeah, limit or, you know, delayed. Um, so I could talk about that real quick. Um, this show is interesting. I don't know. I mean, I don't dislike it. Obviously, I watched all the four episodes that were out. Um, but it's just got like a really weird sense of itself. Um, it's it's got so it's it's a show about these two Japanese guys. Uh, one of the, and and I could basically describe the like. Apare is basically like Senku from Doctor Stone, except like a little more tolerable and like likable. Um, and then his friend is just like this very standard samurai man. So he's basically like the straight man for Apare. Um, he just wants to go back home. He just wants to. He just wants Apare to stop being such a bastard. But Apare was going to get arrested for um, basically just being such a bastard and causing so much trouble. But he escapes on a steamboat that he invents, um, and accidentally takes the samurai guy with him, and so they end up in America, in LA, um, through a series of events, and so then they kind of just, you know, a bunch of events occur, and they're like, alright, well, we're gonna build a car to enter a race to make enough money to, to buy ourselves back a ticket to Japan, um... And so it's you know it's more Apari is doing it more to as a challenge for his building, um, but the whole thing is just a lot of the characters are just like very stereotypical in design like it, you know like it, it's very much just like yeah you could tell this lady's a supposed to be a Chinese girl because she's got like the Chinese buns and she wears the like outfit. And here's this Native American character. Can you tell? It's just like that kind of thing. And like it, they don't no. like they don't really play it in like a bad way. It's just like it's yeah. it's kind of like a punch out kind of thing where it's 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 less a an overt racism and more of a just like
2: it's it's too cartoony like it's
1: just, it's very cartoony. It's it's like v- it's, it's very cartoony like. Hey, check it out. This is how you can tell these characters apart, because, like, they're from all these different nations. And, like, they, when they sat down and did that, they were probably like, we need to make it so people can immediately tell that, like, this this race with a bunch of different people, it's gonna be worldwide, so you need to see all these different worldwide characters. And it's like, you could have done that without doing it this way, but... I don't know. I mean, I think the characters are well ri- written in a sense, at the, at the least. Um so that is definitely a bonus. Um lots lots of just like fun exciting moments. Um lots of like fun interactions with Pare and his friend. Uh, I forget his name. Like it's it's been a couple months since that show's been on air, right? So you all can forgive me. Um but I would recommend checking it out. Um I guess what they're doing for these shows is they're just, like, restarting the... Like, like they're not just picking up from where it left off, at least for some of the ones that were only on for a couple of episodes. Um, because for Apart Ramon they're straight up just restarting airing it. Like, they are just starting from the beginning. Um, and I think for some of the other shows, they're, like, gonna go back a couple episodes, maybe to, like, the beginning of an arc or something like that. Um so when things come back they are not just going to be back there's going to be a couple of weeks until there's an actual new episode for most of these things it seems but yeah i think anime is going to return to normal quote-unquote soon we'll have a lot to talk about again
0: yeah i mean next time we're going to be talking about a fucking what's coming up in the next season right yeah which is gonna yeah. be really weird.
1: Like we're gonna be playing catch up, man. Yeah. A lot of catch up. It's gonna be very strange because we're gonna be watching stuff that should have been done by now. But now it's just gonna be. It's gonna be that and new stuff potentially.
2: Yeah, I, yeah. Like I said, right, I wonder if that's gonna even shift potentially what <laughs> what is supposed to air. and Like I don't know if like. I don't know how, like, network syndication works and all that and, like, all the logistics of it. Like, I don't know if that's going to force some series to be, like, those series are supposed to air this season initially, will they be pushed because it's going to conflict with a time slot, I guess, for another series that's now, like, trying to finish, you know? Right. So I'm just curious as has, how that, you know, so again, it's like, I don't. I personally don't trust, like, the current, like, with stains of stuff I see right now until, right. like, we, we would probably sit down and review it. But even then, you know, anything can happen and change.
1: Yeah, like I think I think we can go over it and mention how what it how it looks, but also yeah, like we are just so messed up. <laughs>
2: it's a flux. <laughs>
1: yeah, unprecedented times, I guess. <laughs> All right, uh, is there anything else we want to talk about? Not for me, no.
0: Uh, Eldie, do you have anything? Left?
1: Uh for now,
2: no. It's fine.
0: All right, then uh, we can go to questions before the end. Then okay.
1: Uh, again, reminder, if you want to send in a question, it's videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask for the podcast. Um, let's see here. Uh, Crembaugh, also known as Old Spice Insulin on the uh, Discord, says, whoever wrote Inayasha has a feet thing. I'm...
2: Uh... <laughs> I would just say that Rumiko Not, I mean...
0: Takahashi just has a lot of things... That's what I would say about her. Yeah, she does her. have a lot of things. Yeah,
2: there, there's a lot going on with that woman. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm trying to, you know,
0: yeah, Urusei Yatsura, yeah. right? And
2: yeah, like yeah. also <laughs>
0: Ranma? Like Ranma is the Rama yeah. is Ranma's the big one where it's like, yep,
2: the big one. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
2: That the, I I think Ranma does have a feet thing too, though.
0: Ranma has a lot of things. Again, to reiterate. <laughs> They all have a lot a of things going It's hard on. to,
2: yeah. I don't, yeah, yeah.
0: I'm very excited for the new Inuyasha. I hope it's good. <laughs> I do. I do also still live in fear, though, as many people said that they're going to have Sesshomaru and Rin had a kid. That's gonna mm.
2: very twisted. First of all, first of all, um, not only is that bad. For second of all, it was a bad choice for that man to have fucked anything. I think. Yeah, I don't I don't think he ever would have. Anyway, no. even if it was. Maybe like we'll find
0: problem. out it wasn't his fault. Maybe that's what we'll find out. <laughs> his some fault? Something. What? What? <laughs> I don't
2: know. Oh no.
0: There's been plenty of examples of that. Like isn't like a Mars kid isn't actually his kid, right? Or something like that in Naruto? I don't know. Uh,
2: yeah. It's like
0: some... biologically his but not like yeah someone steal
2: you know, him he, he didn't do to work for it if that's yeah. what you mean yes
0: he stole <laughs> him not for it that's a great way to put <laughs> but it but there was
2: some circumstance where like yes they have a, the shared blood or something you know do, you know yeah 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 that sense <laughs> he didn't i whatever
0: work for
1: it <laughs> uh, yeah that's, Oops, sorry. that's really
0: good <laughs> i've never heard someone
1: refer to it as that uh Next question, I guess. Uh, Anonymous just asks, "What's the most important thing you'd like to see change in the anime industry?" Well, I mean, oh, wow. yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think I think <laughs> that's, that's a, a that's a very large question, but I think we could just speak. I could speak for us, probably, just saying that like better work conditions in general. Yeah. you know, like just unions and better time off and less stress and just you know taking care of the people that make these experiences that that is number 1 in my book
0: yeah we've already gotten i think a lot of uh, i mean a lot of good steps have been made in the recent years like i remember when uh, kobayashi's dragon maid was coming out and they were talking about how that was the first series kiyoani had finished like far in advance of it coming out um mm-hmm. and like so they weren't rushing to release and a lot of shows recently have copied that i think like we mm-hmm. saw like a lot of things that weren't canceled this season they were just like yeah that's because it's been done it's fine like it's it's all over mm-hmm. or whatever like we don't have to go and edit it um right. so it's good that like more stuff is getting like that it's good that um it seems like more shows are not being based off of blu-ray sales which is also good <laughs> that that is not a thing that's yeah happening. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: i noticed that because fire force is getting another season and that sold the worst <laughs> out of anything that has ever sold i think on blu-ray yeah. so
2: -hmm yeah
0: um, I, I'm glad that those things have changed but I think in general I think pay grades is probably the biggest thing yeah. like animators mm-hmm. really need to be paid more for the amount of money that these things are making
1: right
2: um I, I think too also with the um, recent circumstances stuff that is causing these you know delays which you know goes along with you know, under the under umbrella of work conditions it's very interesting how the anime industry is not as adapted compared to like other industries in the world where a lot of them can't work remotely for some reason. Like uh, they, there's still like a lot of tradition in the structure of how they work, in which they they still, you know, especially like where a lot of them still use paper, you know. And like I would say that you know that's not exclusive to them, but like the, the dependency on like needing a physical space is still like ginormous, I guess, compared to other parts of the world where I, I can see where a lot of people are not supplied with the resources and tools they need to work at home in Japan mm-hmm. and we're seeing that now, especially where like, I guess this is like a good awakening to saying like, yeah, this is going to cause problems in the future if something like this potentially happens again. Or like, what if in any circumstance, like for some reason they can't go to the studio and work. Um, and I think that, um, I think, I think like something like that, where adjusting properly their animators and like just the industry in general to be able to work efficiently, like purely remotely, or even to, you know, like through digital means is something they should consider. Um, would open up the doors to also about being less exclusive, I think, which mm-hmm. also kind of is a big problem with the anime industry. Um, you know, there's like a lot of, you know, people who are you know who come from outside of Japan, who go to Japan to work in, but they end up making their own studios. A lot of them struggle with like actually getting in. And I understand kind of that prestige of like wanting to prioritize like your own, you know, citizens for like employ- you know employment and stuff like that. And for the arts industry. And nurturing that but also there's this whole thing too where I think like animation in general is like a very global like collaboration we see a lot of productions you know done in America and like other places again as I would say where they often are very open and more fluid about working with freelancers from mm-hmm. like other parts of the world and like like I think integrating that talent makes things more diverse and that's like cool yeah. you know, it's cool and flexible you can do that Totally. Um, so you know I think a lot about you know looking back on like you know this is like kind of like like a thing to segue but i think a lot about studio ghibli and how they struggled because they were very exclusive um and i think that was a big problem like there there was there was a definite lack of talent about like you know the old the whole drama where like literally miyazaki and other like noted names were the only people literally running to shows at the time and that's a huge problem like why is there a huge problem when it comes to not even you don't even you shouldn't even climb up a ladder you know like why is there a huge problem when it comes to like evolving people and, like, getting new people in so, like, they can keep running the studio. Like, you know, that that's, like, a whole big thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think like, this uh, pandemic definitely has shaken up things in such a dramatic way where I think... Those, these executives need to realize, okay, this is like if this happens again, like if this happens again, this is gonna be a huge problem, and we mm-hmm. need to fix these old traditional, the traditionalist ways of like how our industry works. Totally. Um,
0: yeah, I, I mean, uh, a game-related example, but it's the one that I think has been one of the most vocal companies I've seen talk about it. But like the Final Fantasy XIV dev team has been talking about like mm-hmm. how all of their work setup was so stupid beforehand where it's like if anyone was ever sick from and had to work from home or something like that they they ended up getting like delayed so much just because they Mm -hmm. set up so much of their infrastructure for no reason to be only accessible in person and like that's why this stuff has been such a nightmare for them like figuring it out and took so long for them to get everything handled because like and they said like when they're talking about, like, they were like, this is a thing across, like, a lot of Japanese industry. For some reason, like, everyone's fixated on the idea that you can only work here. Like, we have to set it up to make sure that people have to work here. And it's... I there, there's imagine. also
2: supposedly, yeah, there's also supposedly I think too, about, like, the, like, business, you know, negotiations and, like, meetings. Is ve- it's very important for some reason where people have to be physically in the same space. Yeah. I think that also was, like, a minor thing as well. Um, yeah, the only things I can think of that were kind of immune to this was like the CGI three D studios, you know, the ones again, like because you know, mm-hmm. in a way you have you have to have like the crazy like server farms and rooms to like <laughs> for like yeah. to make a proper like bi- so that's like they kind of have to have it set up things like VPN networks and stuff. So that's why you know uh, on the upfront if you're running a three D studio you need to have that shit you know. So like those people were fine and working and stuff. And then that's why we have stuff like the Ghost in the Shell show uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. out of everything else. So that, alas, uh, went on air as it should have been on Netflix. Uh, but anyway, uh, the point being is, like, it, like you know, like hopefully the two D studios would adapt to that sort of same model at some point.
0: Yeah,
1: totally. All right. Um, this last part is um not a question; it's actually an opinion. I, sh- I should have uh, maybe done this earlier, but you know what? Too late. Uh, this is from Gregory Zero as well, uh, and he says, "Finish up season one of Mob Psycho 100, and while I found it more obviously enjoyable than One Punch Man, it still feels like a story written by one. The show may hit some nice strides during its episodic moments, but some episodes feel boring, and the large arc at the end of the show is middling overall. The show looks absolutely gorgeous at times, and I'm still looking forward to season two for now.
2: oh yeah see i think season two definitely like is a huge ups, up up step too totally um, yeah from a, yeah it's like wow this is like you know it's like a series that actually improved with as you go along yeah with more episodes you know i think i think that's you know totally it's great i do
0: kind of you know. get what they're saying though because there is a lot of like i wouldn't say there's entire episodes in one part in, in, in a mob psycho where nothing happens but it's like there's like pockets of like four minutes in like every episode where nothing happens a lot of the time it's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah or like yeah. not that nothing happens but something that's completely like not it did not need to be this long yeah,
2: yeah or just
0: like weirdly like put in like that's how i felt about season one and th- even parts it, of season yeah, two were, that like... i was watching Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, they were like stretching out scenes where they didn't know what to do <laughs> with filling the time
0: yeah but it, it's never it so was a bad hintu, like,
2: filler, yeah.
0: it's never yeah. like really really bad or anything or like noticeable like a um like I'm trying to think of a, like a good example of the, I, I wasn't going to talk about it because I don't have much to say about it but like there's a show Shiro Neko, I've been watching where it's just like nothing happens like ever and they just like <laughs> keep talking about things that are allegedly going to happen and it's just like all nothingness just all the time just people doing like <laughs> p- it's basically a bunch of people doing like b plots it feels like like in the background but that's the whole show and it's really weird and it's all built up to like i don't know but like that's more noticeable right because that's the whole show but like with with mob psycho it's like there are really good highs so it makes you mostly forget about those parts that are just like nothing because it's just like oh hell yeah that good thing happened but like yeah when i was especially watching season two out recently i was like thinking about how like so much of it is like there's just like these long stretches in the middle of episodes where nothing happens and like it all adds up in the end to feel like really weird um but it's still very yeah, the very
2: opposite good. <laughs> the opposite end of the spectrum is like you know in series that has the filler episodes that's uh, basically the same thing yeah <laughs> that's like the utter extreme and it's like they actually just have whole episodes where they did not need to exist
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's better than that at least and they
2: made them anyway
0: yeah
1: well that is it for us i think
0: all right then uh we will talk about our next episode to our next anime that we're going to watch um mm-hmm.
1: john you picked it so you can talk about it if you'd like I did, I picked it this time So if if you hate it You gotta come to me about it And guess what Mm -hmm. I'll probably understand So this is (laughs) is honestly just something that I Have been kind of kicking around Since um, you know uh, I'm watching Sega Hard Girls And I've been Meaning to watch this anyway So I figured I'd make you all watch High Score Girl now, uh, it is it, for for those of you who don't know what it is. It's a like a love story about a boy and a girl who meet playing old school arcade games. I think it's set during the time of those games being new. So we're talking like Street Fighter and Fatal Fury and you know even weirder stuff like Fighters History and shit like that. So this is another one of those kinds of shows where it's going to be a bunch of dweeby dork nerd shit. But I feel like a good amount of people just can enjoy it for the love story and for other reasons than the game references. So I want to see if this is something that everyone can enjoy. You know, again, if not, I get it. Um, But it has two seasons. Uh, We're just going to watch the first season, obviously. It's all on Netflix because it's one of those Netflix originals or whatever. So it is a Netflix show. Um, So yeah, so it's just on Netflix. Ask your mom for the password i probably i probably will have to
0: (laughs) all right uh well yeah thanks for picking that one um Mm -hmm. then we'll watch that there's two seasons of that huh i forgot
1: yes there are two seasons
0: we're only watching the first one though but i was just yes 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 um all right i'm looking forward to seeing that uh all right thank you both for joining me and for our little adventure in the woods i guess a little tiny Tiny little life just for once Just (laughs) for once. And I hope you all have a nice day, week, month, year. Uh, And we'll see you next time.
1: 外でご飯食べ
2: よう金木星香るこんな季節には